It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Only two games before the All-Star break and the San Jose Sharks will leave nothing left to chance. They'll be on the ice giving it their all tonight against the Seattle Kraken and tomorrow again against the Anaheim Ducks. And uh, Drew, as we sit here at Sharks Ice watching the morning skate, we see that Patrick Marlowe is on the ice, so I guess he's making a comeback, right? Oh, boy, wouldn't that be nice. Of course, Patrick Marlowe, Joe Thornton, Mike Ricci, Evgeny Nabokov, those guys have stayed around with the organization. Your alumni is very important, but also not only are they here as alumni, but they're also here as coaches, as Patty and Joe and Nabby and Mike are all on the ice with the CUDA. Can you imagine being a young player in the trying to make your way in professional hockey and you come out every practice and see not only one two three of those guys but all of them it's a very smart thing and, and patty comes out every once in a while with the big boys as does mike ricci it's it's fantastic we see mike we see patty out there right now with his uh, with his son working on the shot working on stuff i mean it's it's fantastic and it's so good to see Patty back in the Bay Area. I mean, we went for a year in Florida, a couple of years away, but it's really important to have your alumni. Um, and that's, that's eventually what's going to make this organization strong again. Well, let's look at it this way. In St. Louis, which is a good example and a good comparison, there was one year a few years ago where four guys from the St. Louis area got drafted in the first round of the NHL draft. You know why? Because the Blues retired players have stayed around they've raised their families there they've got their kids there and it's not just their kids that they're pushing they're teaching everybody the game of hockey it's getting more better coaching that's gotten these kids elevated in their levels of play and i think that's going to happen here i think it's already starting to happen here owen nolan's son has committed to colorado college yes he was playing in southern california but he played here in, the, in northern california started here and uh and so he's going to go play Division I college hockey. Brad Stewart's kids playing in the Junior Olympics right now. Curtis uh, Brown's kids are playing in the USHL. Curtis started coaching, you know, stayed here in the Bay Area, started coaching here, uh, of course, working the TV. Side. And one son at Denver. Yeah, exactly. And now he's coaching in Nebraska in the, in the USJHL, which is a great league. Um, also, uh, Scott Hannon, Mark Smith stuck around. They're, they're coaching right now. They're coaching their kids, as a matter of fact. It's funny because Smitty coaches the four, which was Scott's kid. And Scott coaches the D, which is Smitty's kid. So it's a neat reversal of fortune. So, yeah, it's important. It's important to, to embrace the community. Who wouldn't want to embrace the community? Yeah, we know about the financials and all that aspect. But the, the NHL players that have stuck around here, it's a credit to the San Jose Sharks, but it's a credit to them as well. And it's a great, great thing for the, uh, for the Bay Area and, and for Bay Area hockey. Like, think about when we started, Danny, how this game has grown. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. From the adult leagues to the high school leagues to the kids' leagues to, to women's hockey, 
everything. It's been amazing. This building itself is a testament to how the game has grown thanks to the San Jose Sharks and, and making sure that they put the effort into growing the game at the grassroots level. And that's exactly what's going on around the country. That's what the NHL yes. franchises are trying. Dallas has done a great job in the yeah. state of Texas. Anaheim, the Coyotes have done a good yeah. job in the state of Arizona. And, you know, Austin Matthews grew up there. Uh, Anaheim and, and L.A. are doing a really good job. This is really good news uh, because if the NHL is going to expand, and it looks like they're, they're probably gonna, not, they're not going to resist the cash <laughs> no. or the opportunity to grow the market, and we'll get into that in a second. But you got to have more players, yes. and so this is going to grow that game and that that aspect of it to produce more guys that might one day play in the NHL. Um, interesting in the expansion talk, uh, Ryan Smith, who owns the Utah Jazz, has come forward and nudged the NHL to to say, hey, listen, I want to have an expansion team. Now, he didn't do that without having a chat with Gary Bettman first, I'm sure. That just didn't happen out of the blue. And, and so this is the process now that is starting. But if you look at it, the one thing that's a disadvantage in terms of business for the NHL is the number of United States markets that they're in. They have seven Canadian teams. Those ratings don't count in the U.S. TV numbers, which is a, a big engine for your, your finances. So, you know, you look at the, uh, the NBA, I think they got like 25 NHL markets, something like that. Major League Baseball has more. And so I think that the, the goal probably is to do that, much to the chagrin of people in Quebec City. Yeah. But still, I think that it's, it's the blueprint that Gary Bettman had when he first became uh, commissioner. And now he's the all-time leader, by the way, in terms of time served for any of the major sports. He passed Clarence Campbell last game. Uh, congratulations to, to the big man for that. But um, they're trying to fill in these markets because that's going to get you interest on a nationwide level, and that's going to make your, your game a little bit more national, which is what the model was that all the other leagues have followed. Well, Salt Lake is about 2 million-plus people. It's, uh, it's had hockey there before. It has a history of hockey with the uh, Salt Lake Golden Eagles and also the Utah Grizzlies and the I International Hockey League, which I coached in. Um, it, it is a good sports town. It's got, of course, the Utes and the, and the Utah Jazz. They, they want to bring these. Mr. Mr. Smith is very, very, very interested. He's already asked the NHL, what is the protocol? What, what steps do I have to go through? And the other interesting thing is, when you bring up Arizona, is that Marty Walsh, the uh, new director of the National Hockey League Players Association, has finally put, a, put a, a word out going, what's going on with Arizona? What is happening there? Because it's now no shovels in the ground in January. Gary Bettman said he was giving the, the, the Arizona Coyotes um, till the end of January to come up with the plan of how they're going to either stay in Arizona or what's going to go on. They still don't have a location for the rink. They still don't have acceptance for the rink. And so now there's the, the time is due. So will it be an expansion team, which they would rather do because of the money, 700, 650, 700 million? More than that, probably. Exactly. Or, or move a team. One thing I do like about the NBA is they're not afraid to move a team. If it's not working out in the market, let's go here. But the one thing I like about the NHL is they work as hard as they can to not move the team. You know, they've done that in Arizona way, way above and beyond the call of duty. What happens? What happens? Arizona's playing really well this year. What happens if Arizona makes the playoffs? What happens? Where do they go? Do they play in that 4,500? Yes. Yeah, and what happens if they keep going? Tough break. 
Salary cap, salary cap, salary cap will be lower. It's a bad look for the National Hockey League. No, it's not good. No, so so the the NHL has to make a step. Plus, if you're a player, you're looking at revenue sharing. So from here on in, you're looking with the with the with the Arizona Coyotes and going, we're we're getting hurt here for revenue sharing. So they have to make some sort of concrete decision. And not only that, when you look at it. And even though it's a cool building to go to for us, it's a, it's a neat environment. If you look at it from where will they go and when will they get there, that's a huge question because they don't have one shovel in the ground yet. They don't even know what ground to put the shovel in. Now, if they make the playoffs, not to put a twist on it, but what about going back to Glendale for those games? Maybe. Maybe that's the maybe, solution. But, but maybe it is. Who knows? So it's, a very, it's, it's not a good look for, a, for the National Hockey League. On the other hand, there's so many good looks going on right now in the NHL for so many good teams, and I think Salt Lake would be a fantastic area to go to. I think so, too. And, of course, if the Coyotes were in a position of nobody wants this, where they end up moving, I don't think there's any doubt that the NHL, once an arena situation got straightened out there, and it will, that they'd go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah, for, for some reason, Mr. Bettman has, has worked like to the fingers to the bone to try to keep that team there. Well, he saved Buffalo and he helped save Pittsburgh. Get Mary Lemieux, I mean, Mary Lemieux did it too. But I mean, Gary Bettman's support was really what helped in those early years in those two cities uh, with the ownership, with the arena, and so forth. And so he's just uh, going along uh, along those lines. Yeah, but I think the owners are looking at it now too, and so are the players. And so I think you know he does work for them. So we'll see what happens with with Arizona. But going back to it to it all, the NHL is expanding. Players having young players being able to grow them in the U.S. and the U.S. development programs are outstanding. So, yeah, you're, you're going to see the game grow and grow and grow. Well, we want this uh, to grow for San Jose Sharks hockey, too. And Nico Stern put it best to me this morning. He said the most important thing the Sharks can do in these two games, tonight against Seattle and tomorrow in Anaheim, is leave absolutely no energy on the ice whatsoever. Go out and compete. Nico Sturm is going to be a key to that. William Eklund moves to center today with uh, Tomas Hurdle out. Mackenzie Blackwood in the nets, and the Sharks have something to prove to a team that they lost to 7-1 earlier. That's the summary, and that is our morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks morning skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. <laughs>